Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a turtle recall. Alrighty, welcome to episode 3 of Turtle Recall. We will be talking about the episode, A Thing About Rats. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> so, on our, I know you've been happy for the past, uh, you know, few weeks because I've been home more often. Yes, yes, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you are living underneath a rock first, invite us to that rock because that's probably a good place to be at. <laughs> but, um, obviously with the current state of the uh, world right now the actual world you know a lot of us have been working from home uh, and just like really have not been able to leave the house and uh, you know I'm actually a part of that too so uh, this is great because I think so many people are testing their uh, cooking they're finding uh, delicious recipes exactly trying all these new things that they usually don't do yes yes and binging on a lot of stuff i know i've been playing a lot of video games that i've been wanting to play that i think i bought like 10 years ago working on your action figure room yeah i'm working on the action figure room i finally have an excuse to work on the action figure room yes <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, for all you guys who are listening to this, you know, uh, be safe, uh, know your hygiene, you know, wash your hands and everything. Uh, just be aware. Uh, something something that uh, one of our uh, listeners, too, uh, his name is uh, Hopple uh, from Discord, he, something he actually mentioned is that he's actually glad that we haven't been actually, like, addressing this. Hopefully he's not mad that we're kind of, kind of, uh... <laughs> Doing yeah, it now. I wanted to say like, let's keep it, let's keep it. <laughs> let's go to fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely gonna go to fun stuff. We just you know we just wanted to let you guys know we are aware, but we want to go into entertainment. Yes. So speaking of entertainment and you know people binging and everything, March thirtieth, nineteen ninety. Do you know what happened on that day? I know the movie came out. That's right. The movie came out. Uh, this is the 30th anniversary of the movie uh, this year. And I wish it was April, April 30th, then we could celebrate it with my birthday. Uh, exactly! <laughs> exactly! It, if it was just one month later, we could be celebrating with Anna! <laughs> and, like, you know, obviously you're younger. <laughs> of course! <laughs> So, this is one of this is one of the other things that we have to say. Skip it, skip it. I'm not talking about my age. <laughs> we're not going to talk about you. We're just going to talk about the movie's age and show the world um of my age because I was I I think I was nine years old when this movie came out. Something around there, like either eight or nine, something uh somewhere around there. I remember I was exact. I was so excited for this movie. I wanted to go see it. I didn't see it right away. And the one thing I do remember is that when my dad took me to the movie theater, we were late because, you know, Iranians have their own, like, standard time because <laughs> uh, Iranians are late to everything. Uh, apparently, that's, uh, that's not just Iranians. That is every uh, nationality that is not your nationality. <laughs> that is something I find. I find out. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so... 
you know, IST is called Iranian Standard Time. We were late to the movie, so when my brother and I, we went to the movie theater, we were about, like, we were at least five minutes late, so we actually missed the whole everyone stealing the wallet scene. Oh, no! Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and uh, I think we came in, we came in, like, right where, like, Leonardo was, like, slicing up the pizza and, like, you know, one fell on Splinter's head. <laughs> I saw that movie when you were watching it yesterday. Yes! <laughs> that was a cool scene. Yes, 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 yes. It was, it was a very memorable scene. Uh, so many memorable scenes. Sam Rockwell, you I know you don't know him because you don't know much about American actors, but like a few years ago, he won an Academy Award, uh, you know, an Oscar. This was his actual very first movie. And he was just like a bit part. He had like very few lines. Oh, really? Yeah, but the most important line is he made the reference to both uh, Eastman and Layard. Uh, like, because when the cops go ask him, um, where's the hideout and everything, and the, this is like his moment of like, oh, he, since he was part of the Foot Clan, they're like, oh, the Foot Clan's family and everything. But he, at this moment, he was like, they're not family anymore. So he basically was like, well, they're at the corner of... I believe it's Corner of Lairdman and East Island. Something is something like that. I can't remember the exact line. I just remember that like I, I one thing I do remember is that they kinda like instead of Eastman, they just said East <laughs> and and they added something to Laird. Oh, that's <laughs> but, cool. but yeah, it was a reference to the original cra uh, cra creators and everything. Uh, so for the third anniversary movie, speaking of Eastman, um Kevin Eastman did a live watching of the movie so uh we both like kind of watched that as we watched the movie like on our in our living rooms as well and he was giving com some commentary <laughs> i remember it was about three or four years ago it was at a convention i went to and i left you um in the house by yourself <laughs> <laughs> we went to a movie theater and watched the original movie and kevin eastman was in there too and he was giving commentary throughout the whole movie it was actually really cool oh that that's that i'm sure that was a very cool experience that was a really cool experience and actually my friend actually recorded all of it we just have i haven't had like we've had this audio for years uh, we just haven't released it on our channel because i'm not exactly sure what's the best way to release it obviously we can't play the movie and have the audio there so uh but you know what we like we need to like release it out there people should hear some of this Yes. Yes, we, we we might like uh, I, I might give it to you. Um, yes, we have to edit it to find the creative yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, edit it. Maybe we might put some still pictures or something like that. Like you know, some way that you know Viacom does it or Warner Brothers, whoever like wants to put ownership on this movie. Don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and disable our YouTube channel. <laughs> but actually, speaking of our YouTube channel, uh, since we are talking about the 30th anniversary of the movie, be sure to see our interviews uh we had it um last year we interviewed robbie wrist who is the voice actor of michelangelo he did michelangelo of all three of the live action movies the original live action movies and we also a few years ago interviewed uh judith uh hoag yeah hoag isn't it I, I, yes yeah yeah thank you uh i i know i mispronounced her name before <laughs> but uh but uh we interviewed uh her 
as well, and both of them have been like super kind. Uh, we've actually like uh, we've we've talked to we've been talked to some of the puppeteers before, if you remember. Yes, yes, I yeah, remember. Yeah, we unfortunately we didn't uh, record our, our conversation with the puppeteers, um, but we we actually did a video of one of them and uh, with him doing a puppet and talking to our uh, travel Raphael doll, if you remember. Yes, that's my favorite video. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really cute uh, cute video. Be sure to check check out the uh, check out that video too. Oh, uh, that that was a fun video as well. Uh, so uh, all those videos will be found in our Moving Lackbush YouTube channel. So you know, search it, subscribe to us, and you know that'd be awesome. Another one other thing um, I want to say about the movie, and I know I've said the story many times so if you've been to like one of my panels like i've one of my panels i've hosted like you go, probably heard the story probably like four or five times <laughs> but and i know my wife has like heard this story so many times but i never brought it up on the podcast so it is my opportunity to bring it up in the podcast oh, i think i know this but... yeah <laughs> uh-huh it's about I didn't... you and your mom yes yeah, about me and my mom so <laughs> I never learned curse words <laughs> until this movie came out. <laughs> I am a son of two immigrants, and I, they just chose not to say curse words in front of their children. I know they, they, they eventually. I know they know the curse words because I heard them say it like when I was older. <laughs> I just, I had this sheltered life where. I was never allowed to watch anything that was more than uh, G or like you know I I maybe I, I remember I watched Roger Rabbit and like my parents were like freaking out and like some of the scenes in there, <laughs> um, like we and like it was just that like we just had like everything sheltered and then they take us to this movie because it's Ninja Turtles it's big popular kids kids uh programming i mean they didn't think anything they didn't think anything was going to come out of this well have you guys seen the original movie you know it's pg they take some liberties with pg and there are some uh curse words we're keeping the podcast as family friendly if you guys so there is one very famous one that Raphael shouts if you guys don't know this one it is what beavers build <laughs> um so I heard this, and this is the first time I ever heard this word, and I'm like thinking, like, this is a cool word. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just, and so, I, like, you know, I'm like, ah, new word of the day, yay! <laughs> like, I mean, but was a bad word in our, um, in the house, in, in, in my house. This word, never heard this word before. So, I came out of the movie theater, like I said, my dad was the one who took us to the movies. And then... We came home, and after that, my mom was like, you need to go clean your room. And, like, you know, had, uh, you know, she was like, had fun in the movie? Yeah, yeah, Okay, it's time, for you to, it's time for you to clean your room. And I was, you know, just playing, like, I was bad and everything, and I was like, I don't want to clean my room. I I'm like, no. And I, and I go in, just, like, <laughs> uh, shake my hands in the air, and I go, what beaver's belt? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom got upset 100% upset because 
I did not. I did not say what Beavers built. I said the actual word that what Beavers built. And so, so I just wanted travel machine just to go by and see that scene. Oh my gosh, she was mad and she was like, "Where did you learn that word?" And I was like, "Oh, Raphael said it in the Ninja Turtle movie." And she was like, "You don't say that word." And I, oh gosh, and yeah. So Raphael is the turtle. That got me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he's rude, but he's cool. Yeah, he's rude, but he's cool. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Look, look, look at Anna. Listen to the theme song. <laughs> All right. Oh, if you guys have any Ninja Turtle movie memories, we totally want to hear them. Uh, you know, hit us up on our Twitter account. Just, uh, we, we totally want to hear it. But yeah, that's, uh, do you, is there anything for the movie? I know you didn't really grow up with the movie. I still have to watch it again. Uh, but for me, uh, like, I think it was two days ago that you were watching. I was paying attention to some of the scenes. Uh, I think uh, April was very interesting for me because uh-huh. I met her. Because yes, you met her, exactly, yes. yeah. So it was very interesting for me, like uh, how uh, cute she was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't she didn't change too much. Just her hairstyle really changed. Yes, her hairstyle was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Judith Hogue Hogue was, like, in a time machine and, like, in this time capsule. And we got to find out her, like, secrets on, like, how how she stayed like that. Because she still looked the same. (laughs) All right. Uh, But, yeah, that is pretty much it for, uh, for the movie. Let's go ahead and start talking about uh, the third episode of Ninja Turtles, A Thing About Rats. But... Before we go talk about that, there's something I actually want to... There's two things I want to add. I meant to say it in the last episode, and just... It was in my it was in my notes, and I skipped it, and I just forgot about it. And I just want to uh, add this first. Uh, add this well. uh, first, the theme song. Uh, if you remember in our first uh, podcast, if you could understand, because the audio was so bad, you probably had no idea what I was saying. And if you listened to the first podcast and you're still listening to us thank you <laughs> and we promise our audio won't hopefully will never i you know i make no promises our audio might be bad bad again that like that again hopefully not but one thing we commented was like you know the rude versus crude and uh and i told you guys that uh we were going to turn on the subtitles and find out which word that the subtitles write in well boot up the dvd and try to turn on subtitles. There is no subtitles on the DVD. So this is still going to be a mystery. Maybe one of the future DVDs uh, has the subtitles. I don't know if my TV has closed captioning. Uh, like, I think that's, like, been outdated. <laughs> so, uh, so rude versus crude is still going to be a mystery. Let us know which word you think it is. It's a very pop- popular debate. And something else I want to add. You know that still image... In the end credits. Uh-huh. Do you know where that came from? No. That came from episode two. When the turtles in April were trying to uh, find a technodrome, they, it's a it's that scene right there. I meant to I totally I ran to my card and or my notepad and everything. I totally meant to mention that, but we're gonna see that still image for like the next almost four seasons. Uh like you know, when you when we get to season four there's going to be, like, different things, but, like, we'll get... When we get to Season 4, we'll explain, like, what what weird things happen in, in, in Season 4. Um, but... Okay. 
But yeah, but but yeah, the the whole like riddle where the, the April and the turtles are in the sewer in this big hole and everything. Uh, that that was a still shot from from episode two. That's cool. <laughs> all right, all right. That is enough about that. Let's go ahead and get talk about episode three. I think about rats. I finally uh, got introduced to Baxter Stockman. That's right. This is the episode we introduce. Baxter Stockman! Because <laughs> I always heard his name, uh, but I didn't know anything about him. But uh, now I know. Now, now you know. Did he look... Okay, so this is the first time you actually watched the original cartoon. And you, I know you watched the 2012 series. And obviously you watched a lot of 2012 series because of all of our review uh, videos we did for, uh, for that during the time. And I know, I know there's a lot of other like comic book stuff and everything you've seen the images and everything did it, was there a big difference between back to stockman that you saw with this back to stockman and all the other versions of back to stockman of course <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he was blogging the other ones well okay not that not that one no, 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 not that one. Well, just, just put, a, just put a little cap on the bug. Uh, 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 right now, we don't want to spoil things. We don't want to spoil things. This is a, the, uh, um, but uh, but no, um, the, like you know, we 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 see Baxter Stockman, but like, well, you know, like his his face. Did he have like something? Not did he not have something on his upper lip? Did he uh, the, like you know? Was there something like just different about him? You mean like your mustache? <laughs> All right. Because here he looks like a like a innocent doctor that somehow fall into the, the, this trap. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, all right, let, let, I'm going to be direct now. All right, yes, he did. In all the other versions, he had a mustache. But his skin color was also a lot different, too, as his skin color was a lot darker than what it is in this series. This series, they set, decide to whitewash him. And uh, Oh, okay. I wanted to say, like, uh, he had, like, uh, another, he was from another, like, race or something yeah 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 but, yeah yeah he was a african-american or black uh only reason because i have a friend who's from jamaica and he hates the term african-american <laughs> so like whenever people tell him i was like no no just just say i'm black <laughs> but but yeah uh whichever whichever like you know obviously we're trying to keep this as pc as possible but but yeah he was definitely a lot darker uh in the comics and every other media baxter was uh uh, definitely was like you know he uh he was a he was a different race than he was not caucasian and uh in the other ones uh just this series just decided to make him a blonde white doctor (laughs) 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 and you know they're I'm sure if the comics were popular, or if like, like, like even if like something else came out that was more famous, there would be an outrage on like why like his race suddenly changed. But the fact is, a lot of people who got introduced to Ninja Turtles first was introduced to this Baxter Stockman. So who end up like uh, especially the 2003 series uh, was like. Uh, me personally, that was the first time I seen uh, what Baxter Stockman should be looking like from the comics, and all of a sudden 
I was kind of like, whoa, he looks uh, different. You know, in 2003 version, he did not have a mustache. I'm just saying. <laughs> so to me, what I was paying attention, which I know it might not make sense, but in the art world, it makes sense. Usually, uh, I was paying attention. He had like a yellow tie and his hair was more like blonde. It was yellow. And uh, all the bad guys shredder and, and the food they had like uh, pepper colors. Uh-huh. Usually in the art they said that the like yellow and pepper are the colors that they complete each other. Oh, you know, I you know, as a non-artist animator, <laughs> I had no idea. You know, and you're you're probably right. That's probably why they went that direction. Well, you know, we talked about back to Stockman, but we didn't actually talk about the episode, honey. We need a summary. <laughs> So in this episode, uh, uh, we introduced to Baxter Stockman. He, he's a uh, he's a doctor that he's uh, trying to make um, like some kind of like um, machines that he can make money. So uh, he's uh, he's talking with a pet control uh, pest control uh, company and. Um, uh, Shredder is watching in his camera again, uh, in his secret camera in his <laughs> technodrome that he can watch everyone. And uh, he, he, he got interested because uh, it was about like uh, getting rid of the um, um, masses and um, uh, the pest control guy didn't like it um, uh, because he wanted to make money and Shredder liked it. So he went to, uh, um, to uh, uh, he went and uh, I think capture the the uh, Baxter Stockman and start making so many mousers to uh, get rid of uh, a splinter. <laughs> and then turtles came out and April uh, and uh, they all went to the April uh, uh, house apartment and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you already forgot what happened. Do you remember they went to the apartment and then the mousers were attacking there? Yes, mousers were attacking attacking them, and then. Uh, the, then they went to the other house, the the where where Shredder and Baxter Stockman were at. Yes. And then you know they turned off the machine and all the mousers were deactivated. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Like, uh, deprogrammed the uh, masters to go after Shredder. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> good job, good job, good job. <laughs> so, this episode's a little special to me. You want to know why? Why? Because this it's is about the... programming? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's about programming. No. <laughs> this was the first episode I watched! Yes! Alright, so this episode originally aired December 16th, 1987. Now, uh, like I explained on the uh, other previous episodes before, when these episodes aired, it it took over a show. And I can't remember what show it took over. Uh, Like, it just... Like, you know, syndication, um, they had like a program um, slot, and then the company kind of gave them this thing like, hey, air this for a week. And they just like, you know, and the way that the affiliates like the affiliates had to take out something to air this one. And this is like this was like a hey, this is a special week for this uh, special show. Now, obviously, whatever was replaced, whatever show that this replaced for that week, I would I just was not watching or it was I watched there was this it was on reruns. It could have been like Looney Tunes or something like that or Popeye or just something that like I've seen to death. And that I was like, okay, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I just remember the I just remember the day I came from school. I was flipping through the channels, 
And for some reason, I was watching TV by myself. Maybe my brother was doing homework or something. I can't remember. Uh, but I just remember I was watching it by myself. And uh, as I was flipping through something, and then all of a sudden, this one caught my eye. And I didn't, I didn't watch like the full episode. I watched it right where Michelangelo was captured at the end. And from from that from that point on, so I probably watched like the last five minutes of it, something, okay. something like that. And I don't know why I cannot tell you, but something I was like, this is like something about it was cool. I don't uh, maybe it was the fact it was four talking turtles. Um, like there was like you know there was this the the bad guy looked pretty menacing. So before that, you didn't have any background of Ninja Turtles? No, I had no background of Ninja Turtles. I just remember after the show finished, like, I turned off the TV, I ran to my brother, and I was like, oh my god, this is the, I just watched the most incredible thing ever, and we have to watch it tomorrow because there, there's going to be a, there's going to be a new episode of, um, of this tomorrow. That's so cool. And... Like and as I was playing the show, and I was I was telling him because I was obviously basing this show after for like the last five minutes of the show. So in my mind, I was like, okay, there's a show, and it there was like these big talking turtles and this piece of talking bubble gum also helps <laughs> bubble them. Gum. Yeah, bubble gum. I didn't know he was a brain, <laughs> even though Michelangelo clearly says it's a brain. But I was like. This, 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 uh, like, you know, the turtle was captured, and then they got help from another friend who was a bubble gun, and he went and, uh, like, untied him and everything. I didn't know it was either, uh, the next episode, uh, I, the, I believe it was the next episode, or, uh, the episode after that, uh, no, it was the next episode, where I find out that Krang was actually a bad guy. I didn't know! I just thought, because <laughs> I only, I didn't know the concept, I didn't get the context of it. I was like, oh my god! That's so cool. Yeah, so, but yeah, like, and then I just remember being so devastated after, after the fifth episode, and then, like, they're like, oh, we're not showing this show again, and I was like, wait, where, where'd it go, and then we, we, I didn't get to watch it until, like, later on, like, a few months later, the, they showed it again, they were like, oh, we have a special encore showing, and when, I remember when they announced the encore showing, I was all excited and everything, and I made sure to block at that time. I was like, oh, no, we're watching all this again. <laughs> but, yes, this is the very first episode I actually watched, and like I said, it was total accident. There were, I, whatever, I did not see any advertisement for this. This was just something totally new to me, had no background of it, and it was, and it, it, at that, my young age, I was, my mind was blown. Even though it was, like, the last five minutes of the show, my <laughs> mind was blown, and I knew that this was going to be my new favorite show. That's so cool. <laughs> yes, yes. But now that you're talking about the, the bubblegum, uh, one of the cool things is that I think they never try to um, anim... Like, if they if the crime was uh, a character these days, they would uh, they would animate it like um, when he was walking, he was using the hands, like a, maybe like an um, octopus something. Right. But... In this animation, I think they didn't. They intentionally didn't try to animate it, and they. Uh, I saw that in this episode, they put him on a stool. Yeah, they put him on a stool. If you remember, uh, I have the, 
a NECA figure of like it came from San Diego Comic Con like a few years ago, and that the Krang actually um, you could put him in his little bubble walker that we'll see later on uh, in in the series. But then you there's also a stool. Oh. And it, had, it like so you can put them like on that stool. And if you guys did not get that Krang figure, um, the a new wave of NECA figures are coming to Target, and I believe Krang and Shredder are already out now. Like, but it's a two pack of you can get both Krang and Shredder, and it's gonna be fifty five dollars, fifty four dollars, something like that. It's like fifty two. It's a pretty hefty price, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> but you know what? Let's go ahead and start talking about the episode. So one of the first things oh, I actually wrote about this episode is, and I, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention this in the in the first episode, our first podcast. There's this plot that in this show, in this series has, that is not in any of the other Ninja Turtles series. And that is that the turtles, they have a plan. Their, their goal is to get Splinter human again and in fact like that was actually the goal of the original nes game like at the end of the original nes game uh splinter turns back into human which never happens uh but like it's always like it was always like kind of strange to me that like they're like oh we gotta get splinter back to human we gotta get splinter after human back to human and then after this season oh like they never talk about that again they never try again but you never see that in any of the other series uh mainly because the comic one, the comics, like, he was a rat, then he turned into a mutated rat, and then, but the other two series, the 2012 series and the uh, the, the current Rise of the uh, Ninja Turtles, he was human, then he turned into rat, but even those two series, they don't try, they're like, they don't try to turn him back to human, and there's no desire, like, but it was just always kind of weird to me that, like, that this one... And especially, like I said, this plot gets abandoned. Like, after the season, like, no, they don't talk about it again. That's so cool. I, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe that they thought that if they, uh, he came back to a human, he can, uh, has more power. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it was a original plot that the series had, and then they probably, like, when they got, actually got promoted to a full show, they're like they probably like abandoned it maybe because like they're like oh there's there there was there probably wasn't much meat into that and so they probably just like made it into like okay let's just concentrate on the turtles just saving the world instead of like going on a singular pop plot yes yes that's the only thing I, I can really think of yeah usually you talk about these stories I usually pay attention to other like cinematic stuff yeah yeah. <laughs> One of the things uh, which was interesting for me in this episode was the transition that they were using for the between the scenes uh, in this uh, in this episode. Like what? What do you mean by the transition? I I, I, was, I have not been paying attention to this. Transition means like how they switch from one scene, <laughs> one shot to another shot. Right, like, right. And they were using like a kind of like circle kind of transition that. Um, it uh, it blared one scene and it, it just went to like a circle and then like it just like turned everything into a circle and then just go to another scene. No, uh, like the new scene, the new scene appeared like a circ a small circle and uh, start getting. Oh, and, oh and it then expands. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Like you know, so the so like the next scene like starts out with a small little circle and then expands. I, I totally was not even. I never paid attention to that. I mean, the I know like the one of the most famous 
transitions like is like the Star Wars wipe where Star Wars did this whole thing where like when it goes from one scene to another they just kind of like wipe the scene uh-huh. uh, like I know that's a famous one and then like then you have like uh, the first like the the 2008 Hulk movie uh, like where they did everything like comic panels uh, but no I, I wasn't I never like really paid attention to that now I have to keep my eyes open for that next time Yes, they would keep repeating in uh, in this episode. It was like zoom, zoom, uh-huh. like like a circle zoom kind of thing. Like a circle zoom kind of thing. I have to, I have to pay attention to that. Something I did pay attention to is that uh, in this animation, the the line the line beaks um, on the turtles are back. Like we didn't have they were in the previous episode, but in this episode, the line be- uh, in the middle of their noses or beaks or whatever you want to call them, uh, they came back and. I do believe, and I was actually trying to look this up, I couldn't find anything on it, but I believe that it was a separate animation company that made, like, like this ep- like this episode and the first episode between the second episode. Oh, okay. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm Because I'm, usually, especially, like, these shows where they're trying to pump it out so much, they usually have multiple animation studios doing the episode so that to get it fast. So that's something uh, I did notice. Something you didn't mention, we, we mentioned a lot before we actually started discussing about the episode, is uh, Baxter Stockman. Uh, and, you know, and we said the big differences uh, between him and everything. We also see the Mousers in this. Both of these actually originally came from the comics, and now they are actually in the series. Uh, Mousers are pretty much are in every Ninja Turtles media Except for the movies uh, that I can think of, like every t- like comics, video games. I guess they're unique enough that like, like they're just they kind of like put them everywhere, and uh, like uh, like especially in the video games, the the arcade game where they go and gra- bite your hand and you have to like you see the turtle like shaking their hand up and down. <laughs> but to be honest, now I understand why people love this uh, original series so much. It's somehow somehow you get addicted to it because it has so many like cool uh creating the characters are so strong the lines are very strong the story like yeah uh, you can easily follow up it like uh <laughs> <laughs> even now you don't get bored of it right so something i do want to add about the masters what i thought was kind of like ironic of is that so at the beginning of the episode like when they animate the mouser especially the mouser going through the maze and everything it, it's like beautifully illustrated and animated and it looks great and then and then as the story progresses uh, they like keep using it what they keep using the same no, no not that they kept using the same the same one i know like i know they did did a lot of looping oh um, yes. and it uh i know that but it's just that the animation kind of like kept degrading like, like when there was like more mousers on the screen and like i guess like you can tell, like, the the artist was, it was almost like the hand was getting tired. And, like, <laughs> like I was like, ah, oh, that's acceptable. But, like, the the mouser's, like, when it was, like, a singular mouser looked great. And then, like, you get to, like, when there's more and more and more and more, <laughs> like, just the quality keeps dipping down. Almost like a real, like, production line. <laughs> Then we see the Dr. Baxter excitement, and um, we see some kind of fly machine. The oh, the the thing that Shredder puts out and that has the like, cameras and everything. Yeah. Okay, you know I actually I wrote that in here right there. Bugs from the game. <laughs> so those things 
they're actually in like the arcade game and what we don't see, like i believe i don't think we see them again after this kind of like those uh rolling robots that we saw like in the last episode uh-huh. they're in the game and then like especially like you could tell that the arcade game like they took like every element they could from first season and that's probably like that's probably all they had, like, when they're developing it. But, yeah, like, we see those fly things. And, like, you know, we never see them again. They're not that important. It's just that, like I said, like, you... But they're, like, prominent in the game. Like, they're not prominent, but, like, they're a big part in the game. Yes, that would be cool, like, uh, to do a, uh, like, a shout-out to these uh, toy companies. Ask them to make, like, an exclusive package just for all these kind of machines. Yes! And that... Uh, that Somehow they put like a small Lego of the Ninja Turtles. That would be very cool. It would be cool. It would, it would, that would be cool. I know NECA is making those rolling robot things. But ho- hopefully we can get some of these other things. Like, you know, obviously like the only reason I would only want to see these is because like they were in the arcade game. But yeah. But, but yeah, no, I wrote about them too. And like like I said, we're I don't think we see these things again. The other thing was that, that drill kind of thing in the... Um, a technodrome that that they could uh, make a hole in yes from one place to other place yes 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 that that thing yes that's like a really strange like tentacle kind of thing that like i don't think we ever see that again because after after this like after the season like when the technodrome it comes back to earth Oh, sorry. Sorry if you haven't seen the original series and you didn't know that the Technodrome, like, leaves Earth and then comes back. <laughs> but, um, like, the, we don't see that tentacle thing anymore. Uh, they actually have, like, this real, like, uh, kind of, like, vehicle that they use to go through all that. But over here is actually a tentacle thing. Something I do want to bring up is the, the pest control company. Do you know what the name was? No, I just remembered uh, it says pest control. Yeah, it was called like Ajax Pest Control. And that's like a very, Ajax is like a very common name. You will see, like, I'm pretty sure there really is a Ajax Pest Control out there. And they probably, I really think they probably got this from like looking in the phone book. And the reason why it's, it's, it's ironic, if you guys don't know, a lot of companies back in the, like, 70s and uh, maybe 60s, I don't, I don't, I don't, whenever the phone book was invented, I don't know when that is because I'm not a phone book expert, but whenever that is, if you guys don't know what a phone book is, in the past, we used to have this huge, like, thing that, like, uh, that that you would like use to stand up on because you're a child who's short and <laughs> it was big and heavy uh, um but it had phone numbers that everyone's phone number your phone number was on it you had to pay money to not have your phone number in it really yes yes exactly oh and the back so they had there's the white pages because the white pages had like you know all the residents and then you had the yellow pages, that's where all the businesses were. What companies did was they named their companies with an A so that they could be in the front of the phone book. Uh-huh. And so uh, that's what I thought it was ironic with this one. Was like, it was called like Ajax and I'm like, <laughs> and like, I really think like whoever like made this, they're kind of like flipped through, like, oh, let's, let's go find a, a pest control name. And they probably like just grabbed the first one they could from the phone book. That's but, so cool. But yeah, like if you notice that there's a lot of like, like, especially like driving schools, like a lot of them is like, 
um, AA or an A1 driving school or something like that. It, that is why. It's because they want to be in the front of the phone book. Now it doesn't matter uh, because phone books are extinct now. <laughs> I thought it was also very smart, the line that the pest control guy said that, uh, are you crazy? You want to get rid of the uh, uh, like all the rats? Yeah. You want to get us like out of the job? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, yes. The pest control guy did not want these mousers because he was afraid that if we get rid of all the rats from the uh, from New York, that he'll be out of a job. <laughs> he wanted job security. <laughs> <laughs> I think this line is from one of the turtles said about uh, Shredder. It says that guy have. Uh, have a thing about rats. Oh, okay. I actually wrote that. That is Baxter. Oh, Bax oh ba yes, yes. Baxter's the one. Baxter's the one. He says that about Shredder, and it's funny because he actually said the line. He actually said the title of the episode. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's funny. I wrote it, but I forgot. <laughs> you forgot? Yes, that's the title of the episode. Like where he just says, like, oh, he has a thing about a thing about rats. He says he has a thing about rats. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, so actually speaking of titles of the episode at one point when the turtles like they're trying to find who Baxter Stockman is before they know who he is I, you know, I, I actually I didn't write uh, which turtle that wrote that said it not my bad uh, but one of them said his name is Baxter Stockman that that is an actual title of a 2012 episode of the series <laughs> like like that was the first the first episode that they introduced Baxter Stockman and that's a, that was the title that they introduced him was like it was um, his name is Baxter Stockman and uh, so I don't know if the 2012 series they actually used that line to be uh, to be that line in the in that uh, episode or not uh, but it's very ironic and like I was like <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny that like yes like a turtle like spoke that and I was like wait a minute <laughs> so do you know who is the the writer of this script for the original uh, cartoons uh, I know I know Fred Wolf did uh, a lot of the writing for the scripts I forget like it's on the freaking title and like and every time we put a episode out we put like the title as our image <laughs> but, i would love to that we have a chance to interview one of them. oh my god that would be incredible oh oh man if if you are original writer of the series um if you want to come in here and talk to us we would love to talk to you Oh my God, that would be just be amazing. We just want to pick your brain. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I know. Under Fred Wolf did it, uh, and I, and there was another one that's also credited uh, at the beginning. Now, and however, like they put both their names on all five of these episodes, and I've read on sources that, uh, like, it they just put those two names in, and that there were other writers. They just didn't credit them, uh -huh. uh, but. If, if you wrote for the series, you know, or if you know how to get in contact with someone who wrote for the series, let us know. We'd love to talk to you guys. Uh, one of the things uh, I thought that it was very interesting for me was that uh, Krang, when he was uh, talking to, uh, I think he was Michelangelo, uh, when he was talking about Shredder, he was uh, calling him uh, Saki. Saki, yeah. Now, he was actually, he wasn't talking to Michelangelo that scene. That were, um, he was actually talking to Shredder. Is just that every time Krang calls, every, like most of the time, Krang actually calls Shredder Saki. Like you know, he calls him by his by by his real name. He doesn't like you know. Sometimes he'll say Shredder, but a lot of times he says Saki. Saki. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love his, the, the way he's 
yes, 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 yes. The Pratt Riley does an awesome job voicing uh, cr- uh, Krang, but yeah, he like, but yeah, he does like you'll. This is a common thing. He will call him Saki throughout <laughs> uh, the throughout the series. So, and sure, they were saying that this is my fight. And Krang was saying that, uh, keep failing until you give me the body. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, like I said, when I was a child, at, uh, at the end when Krang helps Mikey, I, you know, as a child, I only watched that fight, I only watched that portion, I thought Krang was a good guy. I didn't, because I was like, why would a bad guy help another bad guy? Uh, especially, like, um, well... The reason why like Krang helps out Mikey, and like I find out later on, uh, is that Krang wants Shredder to fail, and he makes it clear he wants him to fail, so Shredder can bring can build uh, Krang his body because that is what Krang wants. He needs someone to build a body, and uh-huh. like you know, you know, Shredder has all these way to make like mechanical things and everything. Obviously, like. Him and it looked like when they were building the mousers, it almost looked like a three D printer. I know, it, I know, eventually it's an assembly line, but like when they first, like you know, you see the mouser and there's like lasers <laughs> on the mouse and everything. My immediate thought was like, did did they did the '80s and like have a concept of the three D printer before, like way before anyone else had this? Con- so just, had this concept. Just read my note here. Uh, <laughs> Shredder fill out a patent <laughs> <laughs> because he was he was pulling the like a watermark I don't know Lego or something. Oh 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 oh! He he puts the uh, yes he puts like the Baxter socks with insignia <laughs> on the on the freaking like foot of the uh, Mousers. Yeah, and I was like he probably filled out the patent for the sh- for the Mousers. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did at one point. Okay, so when the Mousers they first they they go into the sewers and they all like they attack a Splinter. Like you know the turtles come in they defeat him and everything. There was only 12, because Ryder was like, oh, I only had time to make 12. And he was, like, being, like, he was being gung-ho, and, like, you know, he just wanted to pull that trigger already. So he had the had the masses out there. And, like, the fact that he put the freaking logo, back to Simon logo, with, uh, you know, I believe it was Don Teller who says, what idiot puts his own name on a death machine? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, you would think somewhere in, like, Shredder's like mind, like you know, this mastermind and like this master planner and everything, and be like, you know, maybe we should not. <laughs> like he was like, I want to make this exactly I, from the exact detail. Like you know, maybe not put the stamp <laughs> of the <laughs> of the creator's name. No, the interesting was the interesting part was that he he wrote the Baxter Stockman uh, yeah, name. Yeah, he wrote the Baxter Stockman name on there. <laughs> yes, because he wanted to make it exactly the way that Max Stockman built. We <laughs> that label was not going to make the mousers like run or anything like that. It's not like that. This it was not like that stamp was like what keeps the mousers balanced. <laughs> like you know, we it, that was like one detail he could have just cut out, and then we, like you know, this whole episode, like half this episode, would have been like just done and like he probably could have succeeded <laughs> you know he can't blame this screw up on Roxanne and Bebop like as you in future episodes he, we, we see that they are like the morons that like 
ruin all the plans. Well, all these small details that make this show like great. Yes, 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 exactly. The turtles, they, they fight the masters and everything. They, they decide to take uh, Splinter to April's apartment. Something uh, like, you know, one thing that they did to get, have like Splinter alone, because Splinter, you know, April was like in the sewers with Splinter and then she was like, oh, I need to leave the house. I need to, like, you know, I haven't been home for, for so long and everything. Which I understand. She hasn't been home. But then one thing she mentions is, like, I need to check if I still have a job. The last episode, she was, like, in the Channel 6 news building <laughs> with her boss. <laughs> you never know. You know these days. You you sleep. You wake up. You don't have a job. You know, that, that's true. That's true. You're, you're absolutely right. It, it could be true. It could be true. It's just like, it was just something weird. I'm like, why did they add that line in there? Because like, but obviously it was, it was the way the script writers had it to, you know, have her. So Spinner be by her, by himself. Yeah. Uh, with the masters and everything. It was, just, it was a weird, to me, it was a weird thing, but. So we, uh, April is staying with the turtles because she likes them and she likes that this. She was staying with the turtles because the foot were targeting her because of, of her reporting from the first episode. Ah, uh-huh, okay. And so... So for her safety, she... For her safety, she's been staying with the turtles. Ah, uh-huh, okay. And then, like, she, this episode, she decides to to go to all uh, the... To go back uh, to her apartment. And when we first see April in her apartment, uh, we actually hear April's theme. Oh, and I believe this is the first time we heard her theme. Like, we don't... I don't believe they played it in the other two episodes. But, like, you know, we, we hear the, the little somber tone of her, her theme. It was, like, it was really nice to hear that. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I was doing uh, their uh, living room in the, in the sewers with their uh, cute little uh, TV. Uh-huh. Those old-fashioned, like, TVs. Yes. And that... Japanese carpet that uh, Splinter was doing, like Yugani. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you were liking that? Yeah, that, need... <laughs> that was very interesting. <laughs> so, well, something I really need to do is, uh, because uh, for, uh, for my office right now, we have uh, Zoom meetings and everything. I need to put a, I need to put like the turtle's layer. Because you can like, change the background of that. I, I need to put I need to put the turtles layer as my background for my Zoom meetings from now on. I need <laughs> I need to get a picture of that and just you, you should. I, I totally should. <laughs> this is the first time we see we see the April's apartment. You know the turtles that take Splinter over there because you know his his kind of weak and they're like oh we need we need April to to watch him uh, and everything over there. And one thing I noticed was like you know when. When, like, April just kind of, like, leaves, like, the turtles, like, kind of, like, hey, go go do your own thing. I got to get myself uh, ready. Like, Mikey, the immediately the first thing he does is open her fridge because he's hungry because he's Mikey. Full of pizza. Full of pizza. <laughs> she has a refrigerator full of pizza. Yes, that moment my question was how April is so fit and, like, uh, she hasn't. She isn't shaved, and her freezer is full of pizza. Exactly. And then, like you know, she gives the turtles grief. I'm like, all you guys think about is pizza. And then over here, hypocrite April <laughs> is like has a just a fridge, just like and just from top to bottom with like pizza on it. <laughs> that was that was what I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> uh, no, no one was expecting that. I, like, like I just I, I guess maybe those boxes were the easiest thing to draw, and like they just didn't want to put like 
essential things like uh, a woman like her would probably have, like, you know, veggies, uh, uh, milk, like, you know, just like, no, 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 let's just make it all pizza. So when, uh, uh, when April opened the door and uh, she saw the turtles, um, I think it was Michelangelo said that, um, what do you think of a, a subscription turtle? Home? Oh, that was Raphael that said it. Ra- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, to turtles uh, monthly or something like that. Subscription turtle home uh, companion. Yeah, home companion. <laughs> uh, that, I wanted to ask you, what would you do if one day you open the door and uh, you see like four turtles asking you that you turtle know, home companion? <laughs> <laughs> First, I'd <I'll> freak out. <laughs> Because then I'll be like, wait a minute, <laughs> giant talking turtles are real, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> they shouldn't be real, <laughs> um, and then, and then I would like close the door, because like, you know, this is why, this is why God invented video doorbells now, so we can avoid these solicitors from like selling us uh, magazine subscriptions, uh, no one should be going to your house for magazine subscriptions now, but like, uh, like now we have like just other like you know like especially like uh our neighborhood we get a lot of uh college students needing like selling us newspapers uh so they can get a so they can get like a college fund or something like that i'm like like newspapers with coupons like oh like, this is a digital age no one needs this i thought you were in college <laughs> and by the way how how on earth turtles came to your to to april house on during the day without those um, suits that they were hiding themselves like that is a great question I did not even think about that <laughs> uh, yeah how did they not get no it's, it's four giant turtles a giant rat and they're just walking around they, like like you know and this is the apartment this is not her house like you know like there had to be at least one per like you cannot tell me that no one noticed this yes <laughs> We do see oh, some old tech. We see April with the most 80s looking computer. Like, uh, not even 80s. This is like 70s thing. I mean, you know, had a floppy drive and everything. <laughs> oh, I didn't pay attention. Oh, no, no, no. I did. I did. The, the computer programmer was like, nope, nope, that's old. <laughs> yeah, and also something else I noticed was, you know, when Raph was in her uh, bathtub, or not bathtub, I'm sorry, in her bathroom, and on the door, when, like, you know, Raph grabs the cap because, you know, he... I was like, oh, you gotta pour one cap full of uh, bubble, uh, jelly bean bubble. Yeah, yeah, jelly bean bubble uh, solution. Like, you know, first, I guess turtles don't realize that the thing on top of the bottle is also called a cap. Like, you know, I guess he's only just thinking of a hat. Uh-huh. Um, but we see April's uh, jumpsuit on the on the bathroom door. Oh, that uh, that's very really, like. It's smart of like the designers like to put that in the background. Yeah, yeah, it was actually pretty cool. I actually I like that. Um, I actually like that little detail. Yes. Now, when you said that, I just remember that uh, you told me that Pixar said that you have you ha- you should always have some details in animation that when you uh, um, that no one might pay attention, but if someone paused the movie then they can find out some cool stuff. Hey, 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 there you go. Look at that. Pixar taking notes from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where they got this animation from. Or maybe it's an animation trick that a lot of people already know. <laughs> uh, something that, that I noticed, in uh, so many scenes, especially when they are in the van or in the car, we, uh, I don't know why, but we only see three turtles. They lay out somehow that... They only see three turtles. I don't know why they don't try to fit four. Four? Of them. Yeah, you know, I have, 
I didn't even notice that. But, like, yeah, you're right. Didn't... Like, obviously, this van, and this van's gonna become... Because, you know, uh, they, they go to Baxter Stockman's lab, they find... Uh, like, you know, they, they interrogate him, and then they find, they grab his van, and this van has so many, like, equipment in it. Obviously, this van is going to be very important in a future episode. Um, you know, if you know what it is, just, you know, kind of keep it quiet. Don't spoil it for other people. <laughs> but the turtle van really only has two seats in the front, and then, like... Someone, only one of them is... Uh, only one of them is kind of, like, in the back. And, like, but, yeah. Uh, Even other scenes. There were, there were so many scenes that they were in the um, in the sewers. And I just see three of them. And then we uh, we hear the other one. Then the camera moves. The camera see. moves and we see the other one. Uh, you know, that's a great... I, that, that is a great question. I don't know. Maybe it was more effective to only do three at a time so they didn't have to constantly put four... Uh, like, you know, like, yeah, maybe if you remember the previous episode, like when the turtles were in that street gear, oh, there was only three of them. Leonardo was kind of missing. Yeah. Like maybe this was, uh, maybe this was like their, one of their cheats they did. So they didn't have, I, I, that's a good question. <laughs> oh man. Like we, we, we need to find animators to find out about these things. <laughs> so let's talk about some weapons here. Cause, uh, you know, the turtles have their weapons, but... We see some other weapons, especially April. April. <laughs> like the Tangle. Yes, exactly, like Tangled. Yes, yes, like Rapunzel. She has a freaking roller. And, well, Rapunzel didn't have a roller, but she also had the frying pan. And like, isn't those some smash the mousers? Yes, yes. So uh, that, that is what like April's using as weapons. Uh, but <laughs> the other thing is that uh, later we see Shredder in his like uh, shooting at Michelangelo. And this is our first laser gun. Like, oh. like, we, like, uh, we seen lasers before. We, 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 uh, we, uh, we, 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 we seen the lasers. Obviously, because there's a kids' cartoon, kids' cartoons can't have real guns. Uh, like, this is like, this was like '80s law, <laughs> like with uh, with GI Joe and everything. Like, we see like laser guns, and like I was like, oh, it's a laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna see that. Like this, we're never gonna see a real actual. Gun. Everyone who like that. Everyone that shoots stuff is going to be lasers. By the way, like I was paying attention that like even in this episode, Michelangelo's weapons was the most effective to to, to destroy the masters. That's right. That's right. He has the most dangerous weapon. All right. <laughs> you know, we're gonna bring up all of the. We're gonna show all these things. We're gonna put make a, like a little sizzle reel. <laughs> and and then when I mentioned like in my next panel when I mentioned like you know that Mikey, his weapon was replaced in the UK because it was the most dangerous. And people were like, why? I'm going to show all this. And you're like, this is why. This is why. Exactly. Not only is this our first time we see the laser gun, this is the first time we hear the phrase Chrome Dome. What is Chrome Dome? Chrome Dome, it is a insult that the turtles give Shredder. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that. You didn't notice? Yes, 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 yes. We're going to hear that a lot. And in fact, like, there's going to be a whole new character name with this name, but um, but now like it's just that it was just something like it was Chrome Dome, Tint Face Geek, uh, like there a lot of a lot of like stuff that the turtles like used to insult him. Uh, but this was a big famous one. That's so cool. We have to uh, we have to write all these things and to keep them because some of them that I uh, I put a note for myself was like uh, it wasn't for the shredder, but overall like. Turtle Boy, Master Control. Yeah. Something I want to mention, uh, which 
I thought wasn't very smart. So at one thing Shredder says a quote which is so catchy and it, I thought it's not good for a kid's cartoon to give like a bad quote that is catchy because he said it feels so good to be so bad. Oh, oh that quote! <laughs> it's such it a is, good quote! It is a good quote but it goes in your unconscious that you always feel like okay it feels so good to be so bad. <laughs> I don't want that. My kid has that code in his, in his head. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, all right? I, you know, I love your accent and everything. That's why I married you. But for a while, uh, at first, I thought you were saying coat, like, like, like something you wear, like a jacket. And I was like, I was like, where are you going with this? But yeah, but no. <laughs> but no, this is like, I, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's still, but it's, bad guys need good quotes too. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the segment here, which I like to call "Wrong Turtle Talking," <laughs> <laughs> because it now this one it actually doesn't happen so often. And at first, like there was a while, I was like, okay, I, I think I wrote this section for nothing, but then it did not disappoint me. Uh, no, we got two instances, two big instances where we see the wrong turtle talking. <laughs> So the first one is actually in the van. So at one point, Mikey's talking because, you know, Mikey's driving the van and everything. And all of a sudden, like, he's talking. But it's not his voice. It's Donatello's voice. Oh. Yeah, they put Donatello's voice on Mikey's body. And then towards the end, Raph's voice comes out of Donatello. And when when Mikey explains about, like, you know, Mikey's talking about, like, oh, I just saw a talking brain. And then uh, we hear Donatello's voice come out of Raph's body saying, uh, like, oh, I think you ate one too many pizzas. <laughs> I think next, next time you saw a wrong turtle talking, just pause and let me enjoy it too. All right, all right, all right I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll pause it. We'll write down the time code so people can find it. Yes, let's uh, everyone enjoy this wrong turtle talking. Okay, okay, let, let, let us know. Do you guys want us to put the time codes out there for the wrong turtle talking? Okay, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, some other thing that was uh, I was enjoying was the background of the animation. Yeah. Uh, I like that for um, because we always see like uh, for the cartoons they put like sharp cartoony uh, like uh, backgrounds but for this one I, I love that how like uh, they try to put like uh, those dark realistic uh, of New York and yes it, I thought it was very interesting it was it was pretty interesting something I also found interesting in this episode we see a lot of houses okay not a lot there's two but we just they just crumble and just go away yes <laughs> and no one comes out to see like what's happening yeah no one's coming out like you know a freaking a whole apartment building <laughs> just goes and like hopefully no one else was in that apartment building <laughs> exactly <laughs> it, it, it went to the ground and then also and then also like this shredder's like new hideout <laughs> something something else i kind of want to add is uh, at the end of this episode you know mikey comes out and he says he tells them like Hey, I've seen a talking brain, and turtles don't believe him and everything. Now, in the 2012 series, if you see that, Mikey does this there too, actually. Which I thought it was like a really cool callback that the 2012 series did. Was, because Mikey's the one who sees all the... Crank? Yeah, yeah. In, in the 2012 series, he sees the Krang. And over here, Mikey is the first one to see Krang. And, like, but the turtles totally don't... Like, the turtles, who are, like... Giant talking turtles can't grasp the concept that they're and they, especially this. 
they just saw, like, you know, a mutant uh, warthog and a mutant rhino. They can't, but, like, you know, a talking brain? Way too far-fetched. <laughs> yes, because, like, uh, uh, because they can't, I think, because they can uh, accept that those are, like, mutated, but this is a whole new creature <laughs> yes 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 exactly uh but yeah like i said in the 2012 series in the first episode mikey's the one who actually sees uh the the, t the talking brains the crying uh over there first time that was a nice call back to 2012 series i did uh and that's how like basically how this episode like closes <laughs> is there anything else you want to uh, add about this? No, I just I just wrote that. Uh, did you know that Shredder has the same uh, field of study at, as you because he was all the time programming? He's all the time programming. He he has my. <laughs> <laughs> You're a programmer. Oh, oh, you know what? <laughs> I, you guys should now be aware of me. I might be a, uh, uh, something I do uh, want to add is uh, at Larry Seahawker. Uh, from Twitter, uh, he won. He he. What he said about this episode—that was my phone making noise. <laughs> uh, what he said about this episode was he remembered that Michelangelo was a hero, which was kind of cool because he's normally a screw up. Uh -huh. Yeah, and he also uh, talked about the transport module tentacle thing that he thought he thought that was actually super weird. Uh, like so, like how you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He also mentioned uh, something else as as well, but I'm gonna bring that up in the next episode. Uh, but uh, is there anything else you wanna uh, add to this? Something that uh, I just I was just thinking that why how come Splinter is so useless? Because he's old. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's not useless. You'll, you'll see, he's not really useless. He's the one who trains them and everything. I know, he how many fans are like mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> he's, passing, he's passing his teachings on to them. <laughs> the, you know, soon the students will become the masters. <laughs> because I, I just see that they put like uh, the old uh, Splinter in the house, they're trying to take care of him, and we don't see like he do much. He, he fought those monsters by himself, <laughs> and like you know, even though he was, even though he claims we're soon gonna meet our ancestors, like a immediate defeat. But like you know, he he did yeah, the turtles. Yeah, the turtles came to rescue him. But like you know, there was a scene that Leonardo was carrying a Splinter to rescue him, and he was doing just nothing like it. Kid that the dad is saving him. <laughs> so that's gonna be my son. He's gonna be saving me too. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it for for episode three. Uh, thing about rats. Uh, next episode we are going to be talking about the fourth episode, hot rotting teenagers from Dimension X. That's right. We're gonna meet just even brand new characters, and these are and like three brand new characters that are made specifically for this cartoon series. And it, and also, this is up to the first full episode that Young, Sohail, Jason, whatever you whatever my name was during that time, <laughs> watched uh, like from start to finish everything. If you have any like comments, questions, or discussion points you want, uh, please reach us out to us at Twitter, uh, Discord, however, how or, or even email. Just uh, just reach out to us and we will read it uh, on here for future episodes. Yes, and please don't make, uh, don't get mad at me. I love Splinter. She loves Splinter. She thinks Splinter is cute. She wants the new neck and figure. She she said he was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, till next time, guys. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop.
Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.